Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, welcome to Youth Podcast. I am here with the ever wonderful J. Fee Shepherd. Oh yeah. <laughs> I should probably shouldn't say your second name. Whatever. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> okay. Um, just a bit of a quick disclaimer. This episode is going to be talking about difficult things like suicide rates and mental health. So if you're a little bit sensitive to that, maybe give this episode a miss. But if you want to stay, you're more than welcome to. So yeah, and also we're probably not going to be disclosing too much about our own personal experiences because mm. like don't really want yeah, that this out is kind there. Of in public domain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let us begin. Right. Do you think your mental health has like affected your school and friends? Uh, yeah, uh, definitely in school. Um, I was I was close to a ruby or so smooth. <laughs> um, no, I was like, to be honest, in year nine, I was like getting my head down. I was doing stuff like, um, I, I was getting there, and I, I was pretty. Uh, I, I wouldn't say clear-headed. I, I was having some issues but I sort of uh use that to just sort of get my head down not focus on any of them and uh that's the only reason that I'm in any way gonna pass my GCSEs yeah. from year nine and then since that um I feel as things have like I don't know got slightly worse or I've started focusing on them a bit more um yeah. uh yeah I've my my sort of uh, grades I'm I'm no they've they've sort of plummeted i've i've looked at my report card and the highest i ever got in like things like english was in year nine um and since i've just gone back down uh, mm. yeah i think i'm quite similar like in i guess year seven eight nine you had the stresses of you know getting homework in all this but i think now gcses are literally four months away yeah that's mad. mental mm. i think i in year in year 10 it kind of hit me that oh shit, I actually have this massive thing to, like, think about. And then I just kind of let, like, a little bit of my, like, mental health kind of be realised. And then I was like, oh, fuck! Mm. <laughs> How do I, like, balance these two things? That's, yeah, no, that's, I think that's kind of where we differ because, like, as soon as I realised that, like, GCSEs were closer than I could imagine, um, I was suddenly like, huh, you know what? I don't care about them that much um and like I don't know whenever I sort of properly started thinking about it and thinking about school because like uh, things in in education and the system make me really angry um mm. and I'm not particularly great at being angry um I don't um, yeah I don't really know how to take it out that well um and uh so yeah I just kind of don't have too much of a care for it out of more sort of conscious effort than anything else mm. um, I think because you want to go into you've got like your your life planned out you've got hey, a really I've, I've, you're I've, like a you're going to be a music I've producer i to my, my college yeah today. good for you um, and like but I think with me it's like the course I want to go on in my like in my life it's so stressful like seven years of medical school like you know it's just a lot and I'm worried that 
first of all, I'm very fearful that I'm not going to get the grades to get in because it's like, you know, your dream and all this. Mm. But also, I'm not sure how I'm going to deal with it because, like, if I can't really deal with GCSEs very much, like, how the hell am I going to survive? <laughs> like, I don't actually know if I will survive a term after med university. But can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> but, like, with, like, motivation, I think I'm so motivated by fear. The fear yeah, of no, not you... doing well and then being disappointed like you know academic pressure and all this like yeah you know yeah i, think... I yeah i think that's sort of the main thing whenever i like mm. fail in something i'm like mm, oh well um what? to view like i don't know you actually like mm. get your head down a bit more i don't know like yeah i feel like I... you're probably a bit more yeah but then with that comes like for example i used to be called stress as a nickname in like by old friends because it was just they just saw that i was intensely you know focused on something and then i would get it done but i would just at the end of it i'd just be like like, i can't breathe (laughs) i think but i don't know i think definitely now that gcse's are looming it's very i'm trying to like kind of push it down Mm. but like (laughs) it's quite difficult yeah like it would just be at random times i'll just be like ah this is a thing and i just can't deal with it and then you know this is when things happen <laughs> yeah right so yeah and you asked about friends as well yeah um yeah i think it's obviously affected my relationship with my relationship with um uh some close friends i know i'm 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 quite like cautious to mention things to some people mm. and then totally open with other people who are i don't know quite random quite yeah. random people that I, I wouldn't really expect myself to I'm just suddenly I'm like I, I tell them things that I, I wouldn't really expect yeah. to tell them um, but yeah with, with really close friends I think it it's sort of um, it's not really affected my relationships with them because obviously it's I'm still obviously really close with them but um, I know I, to be honest I think it's made me feel a bit more open with them like with with some friends um yeah, I know. I, I feel like I've I've got closer just being able to talk about like experiences and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I've definitely noticed it. Like, because I've moved to your group. Yeah. I think yeah. now I'm feeling a lot better because I feel like I can talk to you guys. Mm. Um. Yeah. So I think it's just nice to have people that I can speak to. Yeah. No. But yeah, even then, it's just. I do find myself sometimes like especially only in exam periods i just can't deal i can't go outside i can't you know yeah so and also at lunch like you're doing the day i was just like yeah no you are very often stressed i'm like spaced the fuck out i just like i stare Mm. (laughs) no but yeah i don't think it's affected me too much i just it's noticeable but not too bad yeah, I, 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 don't I don't know. You've sat down at the lunch table quite a few times, and I've been like, "Oh my god, Ruby, like you good?" Really? Um, yeah, <laughs> no offense. Um, okay, uh, noted. Uh, yeah, no, I think um, it has like things um, have obviously made me piss off quite a few friends as well, though at mm. times. Um, but like not really to the point where it's like non-reversible like we just need to talk things out yeah. um but yeah it's just sort of like sometimes i'm really spaced out and like i'm not really that present so i think i'm pretty like dull to hang out with sometimes and like 
um yeah like sometimes just i know i'm i'm like really snappy like occasionally um mm. and things like that and i know it's it's not like as as bad as some people can be when they're like under pressure and things but um yeah no sometimes i feel like I, I can be a little bit of a, a burden to hang out with at times. You mentioned like burden, like why do you think people with mental health issues think of themselves as burdens? Like it's a bit difficult because it's coming from like a, you know. Yeah, uh, I think obviously there's a, an issue quite often with uh, people with mental health issues, well most of the time with self-esteem issues. Um, so I think it's sort of a natural thing to sort of if anything's sort of going wrong if if you're you're drifting apart from anyone or anything really happens uh to find like a a way to blame it on yourself and like Mm. some i I think that if if you're being self-aware about it and if if there are things that you can look at and go okay that was like my that was something that i did wrong that's quite a good thing but if it's quite often easy to blame things on yourself um Mm where nothing really happened at all really like um obviously I, I've, I've messaged friends after something happened a few times and they've been like yeah that was shitty of you and can we talk about it and like I'm usually pretty like open like yeah sure sorry that was that was really shitty um but I don't know like I've dm'd friends like uh, quite a few times and been like oh my god I'm so sorry and and uh and they've been like what like mm. I, I didn't even realize anything happened do you think it's kind of stemmed from it's like I feel like there's a bit of a obviously a massive stigma about talking about mental health mm. so I often find that when people try to talk about it it's kind of like oh it's just it's a you know bit of a problem but it's not a massive problem I feel like I don't feel some people kind of have that I don't weird know mindset. I feel I feel to be honest like I'm in a bit of a bubble because our group's so like open about it and yeah. so like we're able to talk about things yeah um so I, whenever I think about that, I'm like, yeah, how how do people like yeah. how are people scared about that? But obviously, quite a lot of people are like, still do have that that built-in stigma. Yeah, um, I think especially a young. I mean, obviously, I can't speak for young men, but I'm yeah. sure you had an insight about like, in male friendships, is it different? Do you think? To be honest, I'm not really friends with that many guys. Mm. Um, <laughs> surprisingly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah i've I've got like a few close male friends but to be honest they're all like such like decent guys that mm. I, I feel um like yeah right, i could talk to them about things but i've yeah i've certainly met enough enough guys to uh to know that most of well not most of them that's 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 stupid but um i think a, a good proportion uh don't really have the sort of i don't know um i don't know that they just they don't really have the experience to talk about any of that sort of thing or mm. they just don't feel comfortable which is fair enough but yeah um but i think def- it can be proven that men and boys don't really talk about their mental health issues oh With yeah the suicide rates like when i was doing research for this episode um i was shocked because i thought i knew that the male suicide rate was higher than women yeah it's quite a talked about thing yeah it's like a you know it was raised in the news a few years ago and since then it's been it's just a really good thing people are talking about it now um but in 2017 out of the 5,821 people who were recorded as suicides 75% of them were men and like I think what does that say about the 
because you often think about women who you know it's often the women who are the people who have mental health issues but it, it yeah. seems like it's boys who have the biggest amount of mental health issues well yeah i wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah i wouldn't say that it's it's boys have more mental health issues than girls oh, yeah, I um I'd, I'd say it's genuinely more just a stigma around men talking about it and not yeah. really um about men opening up it's more a sort of built-in sort of um feeling that you can't open up because you're meant to be um yeah a bit more sort of i don't know yeah a bit more toughened and i think um that god i hate the phrase toxic masculinity Mm. but um yeah i feel like in certain occasions it's uh it's it's true um and uh, i think there is still um well obviously from those stats there's there's a built-in sense of of having to be masculine in, in boys yeah definitely um yeah i mentioned about this on the feminism podcast but i don't really get a chance to talk about it that much but um the media definitely you see lots of things about empowering women to have you know be confident about themselves like the new um do you know about this new gillette advert have you seen it no so people were in arms about it because it was basically talking about men's me too and how it's okay to be weak and stuff and people were like this is not fair like you know duh, duh, duh. Yeah. and it was like well actually like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah men also are insecure and don't have some don't have good confidence and but then when it's spoken about it's met with oh men they're just you know this is just a kind of attack against women and it's like mm, nothing to do with that you know yeah i think um <laughs> I'm gonna have to be careful about what I say. I don't yeah. know. Um, uh, I I feel like there is a sort of um, lack of of male body positivity um, media campaigns, um, and there's there's quite a lot of of female ones, which I think is brilliant. Like yeah. it's so good that they are around, and there needs to be more. Obviously, mm. there's there's like um, yeah, there's a, a severe lack of of body confident. Um, campaigns in the media um, but certainly uh, more in in male uh, bodies I feel um, I saw it's quite a while ago I think I saw a post um, made uh, just a, a sort of body positivity um, post about males made and um, and for some reason it really struck me and I was like huh that's that's interesting because obviously there's quite a lot of, of body positivity stuff on, on online um, and I thought, why? Why is this like j- literally just like a, a text post? Um, like, made me sort of like I don't know, like taking me aback mm. so much. And um, and I realised it was just because I don't really see it that much, and I don't really think people see too many male bos- <laughs> body positivity posts at all. Um, yeah. I think that probably adds to the not talking about it among men, which again adds probably to the mm. suicide rate. Yeah, no, yeah. totally. There's everything builds up to that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I just feel like um, obviously there needs to be a, a bigger push in the media for um, uh, for body positivity campaigns, and they they always when there's like um ones that are, are really sort of cutting edge, they always make like um make the rounds online, and, yeah. and people always sort of talk about them. Um, it's like why is it controversial when there's a male yeah. Why does it get in the news when there's a male body positivity thing? Why can't it just be like a thing which is just shared mm. and accepted? 
Yeah, why is totally. it controversial? Why is there backlash from it? It's like oh yeah, no, the back yeah, yeah. is stupid. As long as so you're you're backlash. promoting healthy bodies, then mm. yeah, Ugh, yeah. <laughs> um, so with regards to like the school system, how do you think the schools are dealing with it? Because I feel like it's not very good. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm gonna be honest. It's it's pretty pretty shit. Yep. If I'm honest, um, are we we're not allowed to mention our school, are we? No. Am I man allowed to mention things that have happened in this Absolutely. school? Absolutely. Brilliant. Okay, so um, my uh, my English teacher is a proper like she's she's great. We love um, her. Yeah, and um, and uh, I uh, I I put a a letter into the school councillor. I think like yeah, look, looking at the date, I reckon over a month ago now, um, and uh, and still haven't had a reply. Um, which I totally understand why. There's one school councillor and there's what one thousand five hundred yeah. students. Um. And uh, yeah, at least a quarter yeah. of them have, yeah. have got stuff going on. Mm. So I've got no qualms about it, but it just goes to show that there's there's not enough um, supply going round, yeah. is there? Um, and yeah, my, my English teacher called me into her office um, and uh, and just said that if there there was anything that uh, she I felt that I could talk about with her, then um, that's cool because the school council is so overbooked. Mm. Um, uh, that like other people would have to to intervene um rather than the school counselor because there's yeah. just not enough appointments in the day yeah i had a, I had a very similar experience to you all right like two months ago i put the thing in to, like the application mm-hmm. and the lady at the house were like yeah she'll probably get into you with about two weeks yeah no, I, haven't, I actually haven't heard her yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I was speaking to a friend who's now in year 12 and she was saying that there was like literally a six month waiting list to get into yeah, this. Yeah, no, totally. Because I, like, I was speaking to Miss and she was just yeah. saying like, you might get a few mm. like appointments before you leave, but we don't bank on no. it. Like, literally, so I've just pretty much given up with like, by the time I leave, I will probably not have been seen mm. by. Yeah, like, no, I, I don't really expect to. And to be no. honest, I don't really like blame no. the school. It's not, I don't think it's a fault in the school i think it's just a fault in the system like there just isn't enough budget totally. we can't afford glue sticks let alone like yeah no let alone professional, prof- yes, professional. You know. but then yeah so i don't want to say like the school shit because um mm. i can't get a slot with the school counselor like obviously yeah. things would be easier if i could however i do think is shit is um even when people have um when people have, have basically said to the school um I've, I've got things going on I need to talk to someone about it and then uh, you have some lovely ladies t- walking around and basically barking at you to do like totally unrealistic things like mm. um, <coughs> take your socks off <laughs> in midwinter when you're wearing <laughs> yeah when you're wearing a, 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 like van trainers like which aren't the most comfortable things at the best of times mm. um and like that sort of thing, I don't really expect how you're you're gonna like um, say to a one thousand five hundred people that they should feel like uh, I don't know like forward thinking and like um, and feel good about themselves when they're literally being forced to like um, conform. Yeah, not wear socks because uh, they don't conform to their rules. And I don't really see how you can expect anyone to have a healthy mindset when they're treated no. like that. Exactly, and I think with the lack of school counselling as well as you said like the English teacher yeah she's lovely it, I feel like it does definitely lean on 
like rely like relying on teachers to pick it up, tutors to pick mm, it up yeah, when totally. it should actually be. You know, it's not the role of your, for example, my biology teacher to yeah, like, no. help me not have mental breakdowns. Yeah, that is so stupid. It should be there should be more in place. Like the same about biology teacher, like she has helped me so much. Like shout out to her, mm. <laughs> but like um, she, you know, it shouldn't. She shouldn't have to pick that up. She shouldn't have to like literally tell me how to not, you know, how to be better in myself. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, but, yeah, they've got enough enough yeah, things on that plate yeah exactly like but then also she was telling me how she's had the same conversation with like another person in my class right and it's just like it's sad how that has you know it's, it's a massive scale of what's going on mm, yeah no totally it, as I said I should, it should not be leaning on the people who are trying to like teach you give your GCSEs to coach you through something yeah. which isn't they're not trained in yeah, I mean, obviously, no. obviously your teachers go through like child protection and yeah, like, but like and stuff but you know they're not really de- dealing with. They don't know how to deal with like, really, like stressed out of our minds, <laughs> teenagers. You know? Yeah, I also just think as a sort of uh, a, a wider look at education. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really see how shoving the people who are at the most sort of emotionally volatile times in mm-hmm. their lives, like literally going through like puberty, yeah. like they've literally just like sacks of hormones, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, and then just like shouting at them like people like teachers um there are obviously lo- like wonderful teachers like we've said but there are also just like such scummy yeah. people <laughs> who clearly have like proper like superiority complexes mm. and they just clearly enjoy like just having a sort of leg up on people um mm. and it's just like oh my god how can you yeah like claim to have like a a, a good system when you've got people at the most vulnerable times in their lives and the most sort of um influence like you have more power to influence their ways of thinking at this time because i mean our brains are literally like yeah we're super impressionable even as children Mm. i'll talk about this in a minute like um if you mental health when you start having mental health issues 75 percent of that happens before you turn 18 Mm. so if you're being if you're under stress and then on top of that you're being yelled at for not getting a bit of homework in because you you know you were up until 4am studying the last night yeah and then on top of that you're like I, you're like, I you speak I for just, yourself yeah. <laughs> I am asleep by 9 <laughs> <laughs> actually me too <laughs> but like I'm just speaking about like the general people mm. and um, then on top of that so you've got academics and then you've also got your personal life like you ha- may have family issues you may have like friendship issues mm. whatever and it's just kind of like mashed together and then you've got AQA being like do like a month of really intense GCSEs and then come out of it with like nines Mm. and if you don't then your your life is over and all that it's just like just calm down yeah no like (laughs) Like, relax (laughs) yeah and everyone there's there's also such a sort of uh, a sort of general feeling that people are always like um, oh well you you can't really have real issues because you're teens like. Mm. there aren't real things happening to you because you don't have to pay like your fucking mortgage and things yeah. like that like, um, we have different like, stresses to yeah like y- yeah these sort of years uh, influence the rest of our lives yeah okay. like what qualifications you have they're, they're what's gonna uh, influence as you. we are constantly reminded if you don't get a four in your maths or English you're yeah, not gonna, you you're have gonna get anywhere you have a year of your life taken away from yeah, you pretty like, much it's just like um, oh God, just shut up <laughs> yeah it's so stupid and that is why I uh, 
I'm never really revising for anything because now the whole idea of doing anything like as long as I pass I'm fine like mm. back in year nine I was like right I'm gonna get like solid eights mm. and like I, I really want to like do really well now I'm just like fuck it like it, yeah. if I get a five in most things like I'm gonna be super right. happy I feel like I'm, um, now I'm kind of having to let go of subjects to make way for like like I don't actually know how I'm going to revise for nine topics and they're big topics it's not mm. like you need to know like a book it's just like it's literally like 600 pages per course and there's nine of them like it's just what yeah. <laughs> no so far I'm pretty sure I've dropped out like no I've <laughs> things like DT and Latin like I do I love them well, DT <laughs> but uh, hard to have a love for DT <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be real <laughs> but um I kind of have to obviously I'm going to revise for them because I don't want to fail them but like it's I kind of do feel like I kind of need to put it to one side to make sure that I I am able to achieve subject like the grades I need in the subject but I that's need. That's so to. stupid, well, because you have like passions for yeah. these sort of thing. Like, um, it's a love DT. No, I yeah. hate it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so stupid. Like, I, I walk into subjects that I genuinely like, quite enjoy, and I'm interested in like art. Well, mm. <laughs> I enjoy <laughs> art. Okay, I like the idea of it. Mm. Um, and like I used to like. I don't know like like doing visual art stuff now I hate it like it just stresses me out and that's just because like it's sort of been shoehorned even though they're like oh well you've got like the options to choose things mm. you've just sort of like you've been given the options and you can do them but they're the ones that don't really matter if you fail because you need to get your English and maths and people just don't really like yeah. not everyone thinks in terms of the English and maths GCSE I think like the fun of learning has kind of been beaten out of all of us oh god with, yeah like, totally you need to get nines it's like or you'll die yeah and it's like, like tick box these exam <laughs> like it's we're kind of just turning into like numbers on a bit of paper you know oh like, that's totally yeah totally it's just like you know like we we recently had our mock results and um i feel like some people saw them and were like well fuck like what am i gonna do like, I, I, I lost my paper i've hidden it <laughs> nice yeah but i feel like it's just why should a like a grade be such a big deal i mean i get that it's you, it's easier to say i mean i'm guilty of this as well but like why when we got our gcoc results why is a four like a you know that's it's that's a good grade that's like a pass yeah my, my auntie who's not actually my auntie um <laughs> was telling me um because she's like a really like well-spoken woman she like yeah. she's very articulate um and she failed her GCSE, uh, her English GCSE. And this is when you could fail your GCSE, English GCSE, and then take A-level English, um, which is pretty nice. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, and, uh, and she got, I think, the equivalent of uh, a 1A in English GCSE, and then went and got A-star star in um, A-level English. And it just kind of goes to show, like, how, like, just sort of... Um, tick box the things are so you need to know like this sort of application this sort of application to be able to pass this exam yeah. but then in the bigger picture they don't matter at all and you can yeah. be a brilliant it's like um I, I can't remember the exact statistic like stupid me for not getting it before starting this episode but like there's something that you as soon as you step out of the exam room you forget like 90% of what you just re like remembered because you're just so obsessed with within it, I remember it it, it's within two weeks you've forgotten 97 no 93% really? of the things you um, oh, wow. uh, yeah uh, <laughs> things you revised for yeah. your exams I guess because you've got 
X amount of brain space, and then you've get it, you got it in, then you get to the exam, mm. you just, you just like barf it out. Yeah. And then you, I mean, you've got to make room for other things. You can't retain like when you're thirty, mm. for example, you can't, you won't be able to remember that like things about how how cells divide. Like you're not going to remember that. Yeah, realistically. fuck osmosis. Yeah. <laughs> be gone. <laughs> but I think I don't know. I just academic pressure is so it's such mm. a weird thing because we're expected to know so much and then they keep banging about you need to like take a break you're not giving us a break like yeah yeah "Ah." make sure to take a break over this winter but uh Mm. we've we've given you eight hours to do of of homework and we know that you'll probably go on on like like, a family trip at some point ha ha (laughs) like (laughs) tough (laughs) shit you've got an essay to do and it's just like oh just how do you actually expect us to get through this Mm. and get good results it's just yeah. <laughs> Annoying. But yeah, um oh, yeah, I feel like say. we've gone on a slight tangent. Well, there. <laughs> it's so good because it kinda of does tie in. But um yeah, well I think is there anything else you want to add, really? Not because we've got No. Um Not really, no. Yeah, I think um just quickly doing a U turn back to like mental health and like helping people. Yeah. Like what advice would you have for someone who has a friend who's going through something? Oh, has like, oh, that's an that's a yeah. interesting yeah. spin there. Um, <laughs> you really did a YouTube. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> um, I, I don't know. Um, uh, let me have a quick think. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think if if you feel like your friend's going through something, um, before like they've opened up about anything. Because it's it's really easy to if you like think that someone's going through something you you just sort of pest them and you're like, um, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Um, until they're like, until they say something. Mm. Um, but that's like uh, that doesn't particularly make you like um, just because that you've sort of pressured someone into opening up to you mm. um, doesn't make you someone who that people want to yeah, open up exactly. to. Um, like if if you're yeah like um if if you think that something might be a sensitive topic don't just like keep on like pressing that bruise like because mm. yeah obviously it's gonna hurt and they're um, less likely to talk to you if you keep being like what's wrong with you what's wrong with you, you yeah know? no totally just like, let like, them talk to you in let their them, own time yeah and like obviously you can mention it like you, if if you notice someone's going through something like don't don't hesitate to be like would you like to talk about it mm. but if they're clearly like it doesn't take that much effort to realize that someone is uncomfortable mm. about talking about something don't like just keep pestering them um but if you it's important that if you do like notice that your friend so what we're talking about now is like i guess just kind of not, not common but you know common i guess mental health mm. issues like anxiety and depression and stuff but it's so important that if you have a friend who you think is going through suicide yeah, make sure that they know you're available to talk yeah but, but if a friend says, I'm thinking of committing suicide, you do not hesitate to tell someone. Oh, so oh, important. oh God, no, yeah, There's totally. so much about, um, like, if you, a friend, a friend will often might, might say, like, don't tell anyone, like, I don't, if you tell someone, I'll, like, you know, do something. But, like, like if someone, if you genuinely think someone is going to hurt there's themselves. There's, like, helplines, like, honestly, people genuinely really appreciate it if, if yeah. you give, like genuine advice not like oh well my i don't know yeah. aunt went through a similar thing yeah, and she like, told me like this gem of knowledge right. like um no like offer like things that would genuinely help in the moment offer like yeah. helplines offer 
Um, but it's important if you think someone is going to try and kill themselves, call the police. Like, don't they? Obviously, they'll be angry at you probably if they have asked you not to. But if it means that they survive, like I would say, that's you know that's more important than your friend yeah. being a little bit. Obviously, if they say like they'll be okay and they they'll sort it out themselves, then maybe just take a little bit of a step back. But if you think someone is going to do, harm themselves in a way that is life threatening, then yeah. obviously just no, yeah, be sensible. Be, like yeah. you know, but obviously if you you yourself are going through it, um, Samaritans are really good. Um, Childline, all those numbers. I'm going to put the numbers for all of them in the information of this. So, yeah, no. You know, but just just talk about it. Like it's yeah, there's so much. You know, by talking about it, you 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 destigmatize it as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, it makes it so much easier to for other people to open up about things yeah, when you've of, opened up about things. It opens up a conversation, you know. Like yeah. If you're talking with like a friend, and they open up to you, you're more likely to be like, "Well, yeah, I'm kind of like struggling a little bit as well." And then you can kind of yeah. And those sort of relationships where where not like when you rely and depend on each other, but yeah. when you feel comfortable enough to sort of support each other. Yeah. Um, that was like a brilliant and, and yeah. so healthy. Like you can genuinely realize things about yourself just by talking to people about like, it. Yeah, um, and it's kind of like it kind of opens up. You kind of makes you realize some things you probably wouldn't have thought about. Like yeah. you might say something and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, that probably." Yeah. Does something. And yeah. Also, one more sort of quick thing to add is that if if like. It's such a cliche thing, but people really aren't like what they seem on the surface, I guess. So, like, mm. if you see someone like, and they're like, I don't know, you just sort of think of them as like, I don't know, like the funny guy or like, mm. um, and things like that. Like, that doesn't mean that you can like, I don't know, just sort of treat them like they don't really have feelings, like, mm. um. I heard someone say once that um like often the happiest people are, are the saddest or something. Like, yeah. Which is a bit like, mm, uh, but like <coughs> John Greenberg. <laughs> <laughs> you actually can't. yeah I, I can't. Um, I'm still a little bit ill. Um, but like you know I mean like um often the people who are trying to cover it up like they seem. People you know, yeah I've yeah people who like I don't know. If you kind of scratch the surface a little bit. Uh, like, yeah, they're, genuinely they're, like, going through things yeah. like that. Not all the time, but they 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 are yeah, quite like, often trying to cover it up to yeah. some people, or they just don't want it like right. out in the open exactly. as much. Right. Um, and uh, so yeah, just don't sort of assume that people are okay just because. They're happy. That saying though, if your friend is like really happy, don't just assume that they are. Yeah, going no, through that's something. Just being stupid, <laughs> like, um, yeah, you know. Oh, that <laughs> big audio <laughs> wave. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, maybe I should stop laughing. It's all good. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, no, just. Just be sensible. Check in, but don't be don't pester. be rude about it. Don't pester um, them. Yeah, that's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So that. Yeah, the more anything? yeah, the more open you are to sort of talking to people, the the more likely that people will. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for. You're talking. very welcome. That was very interesting. That went very well. <laughs> <laughs> so the audio file is just like really quiet, and then it's yeah. just like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So this was the second to last episode, <gasps> not ever, but 
for now, yeah. which is a bit sad, but whatever. Um, if you want to talk to me or JV, maybe if yeah, about, like sure. if you ever want to like come talk to us, then definitely me. Come just you know, yeah. <laughs> you know not to, no, not, me. <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I mean like you know. Anyway. No. Yeah. Yeah. Just, my my DMs are always yeah. open. <laughs> um. any means necessary <laughs> but um yeah if you want to message me or you know whatever uh gmail is youthxpodcast at gmail.com instagram is um u.thpodcast and then yeah so <laughs> um make sure to follow so you can hear about updates about upcoming episode singular <laughs> and yeah so that is all for today yeah thank you very much for listening thank you very much for having me i will yeah i will see you soon (laughs) cool all right bye